Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Thank you for being here. I know there are so many things that vie for your attention and podcasts you could be listening to, music, all kinds of things, and so honored that you chose this podcast today. Before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about a class that I get to teach next Thursday about breaking free from legalism. It's going to be all about how to identify and let go of man-made standards so that you can cultivate a more personal relationship with God. Because, you know, the checklist Christianity and the formula only goes so far and it can start to feel empty and even disillusioned with the formula mindset when you're not getting the results. You're not seeing the results that the list kind of promises. So I'm going to teach a class that helps you learn practical steps to ditch the performance-based Christianity and the merit-based acceptance and trade that for resting in Christ. No longer achieving, no longer wondering if you've done enough, just seriously resting in grace walking in freedom and growing in Christ. That is next week. Save your spot by going to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash legalism class. I can't wait to see you there. It's going to be a great time of enjoying God's grace, basking in his goodness, and breaking free from so many limiting mindsets. Today, we're talking about a mindset shift too. And today's topic was spurred on by an episode of the 26 Letters podcast, which is such a fun podcast to listen to. David and Sam do a, an amazing job of addressing issues within the IFB, and they do it in such a lighthearted way way they tackle things without letting them get too heavy. So check that out if you haven't. But something they said in a recent episode was that God uses good things to get our attention too, not just bad things. Because if you grow up in a legalistic environment or with a merit-based mindset, you feel like any good that you do or any good that you get, you have to work really hard for and you have to earn it. And any bad that happens to you, you obviously deserved it. And you, like, it was just the punishment that you had coming for maybe you don't even know what, whatever screwed up you did recently, like you just had it coming and kind of this mindset of God's going to get you like hearing messages or implications that if you don't tithe, God's going to get your tithe. Or if you don't 
give God the first hour of your day, he'll get that hour back somehow by like sabotaging the rest of your day or something. But that mindset that, you know, if you stray too far, God will do any means necessary to get your attention. As if the only way he could get your attention was by being like hard on you and the villain or bringing death or destruction (laughs) into your family or your life. Anybody else feeling that? But when we look at how God actually operates and we heal our view of who he is, we realize that not all bad things that happen in our life were even a result or a consequence of a choice. Very few were God actually bringing judgment or a curse into our lives. Sometimes it's just life. Hard things happen. But then going the next step and being able to recognize when God brings very good things across our path to bring us back to him. Because he does do that. It's not just in the valley that we know him. It's not just in the low places that we get close to him. He is very close to those who are of a broken heart and contrite. Is it a, a broken spirit and a contrite heart? God will not despise it. And he is very near to us in that sorrow. But that doesn't mean that he is not near us on the mountaintops. We don't have to downplay the good that's happening in our lives. Even if it's in a messy season, I would even say, especially if it's in a hard season, recognize those nuggets, see the good in your circumstances, the things that God works out because everything is working out for your good. And then the things that are more obvious that are good in your life, God uses those to get our attention too. You know, there's a bunch of verses that come to mind, but the first one is David, and it's in Second Samuel, and then quoted again in the Psalms. But he says that God's gentleness is what made him great. And if you consider David's life, wow, you know, he made some really big mistakes that all of us that are written in the Bible for all of us to see. And he didn't say, God, you're chastening. Really? That's what got my attention. That's what exalted me. No, it was God's mercy and his gentleness that allowed David to be where he was in a place of leadership. And we see that gentleness changing David and creating repentance in David's heart. And then the second verse that comes to mind is in Second Peter. And the ESV says the patience of the Lord is as salvation. The KJV says that the goodness of God is what leads you to repentance. And those good things can draw you closer to him. Like the love of God is the biggest and best motivator. 
it really does draw out the best in you to know whose you are. It's not fluffy to talk about the love of God and your identity in him and your security in him. Everything that we do flows from that or can flow from that and doesn't have to be this striving, hard work at getting better and doing better. We can rest in who he says we are and that inspires the change, not I'm just going to muster it up and I'm going to be better. So when we know that his goodness, when we know that his goodness motivates us, we can look around at the world a little bit differently and think about all of the good that God has dropped in your lap. Like how many times has something happened and you go, that was God. It was all God. I know that God worked out in this situation and you know, it might not be totally miraculous. It's not like an angel showed up and performed a miracle, but that was supernatural. How that situation worked out, we were praying for a friend was healed or God just went before us and made things work out in a way that we could not have orchestrated. Whatever it is, when we see those nuggets of good Sometimes we're not living for him. Let's be honest. Like sometimes we're in a pit or we're just straying. Like we've maybe lived a week without praying or talking to him and we're straying away. Even in those moments, God can break through and do good. We don't have to look for bad over our shoulder when we have strayed away from him or made mistakes, made poor choices. He's not vindictive. He really isn't. He uses kindness and gentleness and patience and goodness to get our attention. And honestly, when we are believing this, it helps us divorce from the idea that If we're doing everything right, God will bless me. God sends rain on the just and on the unjust. God, yes, will bless you when you are obedient to him. There is so much joy and fulfillment within his will. But he doesn't stand there like a stingy person, only going to bless you and allow you to be happy if you have everything in your life organized, or if you have had a super spiritual week, whatever that would look like, he's not waiting for you to do good to bless you. He's not waiting for you to confess your sins, to listen to you. He wants to hear from you. He created a way for you to be in relationship with him because of Jesus. It's not dependent on us. So we can expect him to guide us gently back to himself, whether or not we're performing at what level we wish we were at. Even when the Holy Spirit convicts us and has to correct us and tell us that we were wrong, 
He does it in such a gentle way. Condemnation and shame are not from him. That's why we can see his goodness in his hand, guiding us and leading us, directing us. As I was on my way into the office to record this episode and do some work, I was listening to the song Life by Becca Shea. You look it up on YouTube. It's a super peppy song, and it's actually loaded with scripture. I'll link to it in the show notes, too, to make sure that you can uh, find it if you want to go listen to it. But I'd like to read some of these lyrics for you because it, it just reminds me of how good God is and how much abundance is available for us. So I'll start with this. I'm going to live the good life, beautiful and glorious life. No eye has seen nor ear has heard. My faith is breathing only because I hear these words exceeding and abundantly more than we could even ask or think, surpassing all human understanding. I've been given this amazing peace. I'm going to live the rich life, the full and blessed life love in full effect. I'm going to live the good life, beautiful and glorious life, love in full effect. I skipped around a little bit, but those are some of the verses that are in there. And I'll leave the references in the show notes as well, because I think it's super fun when you listen to this song and realize that the more the good life, the blessed life, the rich life that she's talking about is what is available in Jesus. And we can bank on those promises and we don't have to hold back or play small or be fearful of what might happen. We are going to mess up. We are going to stray. Our hearts are prone to wander. But he will use good. Yes, he might allow a bad a negative circumstance to draw your attention back to him, but he can use good too. Maybe the application and the practical takeaway from this episode can be that the next time you feel yourself looking over your shoulder, wondering what's going to happen because you did something, look over your shoulder for good, for kindness, for God to come in and bless and show you himself that he is to be trusted. He is trustworthy and he is good. I hope this episode made you fall in love with Jesus a little bit more and helps you ditch some of the legalistic fear-based mindset because there is so much freedom and abundance in Christ. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day and I can't wait to see you at the class next week. To grab your spot, go to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash legalism class and I'll see you there. Thanks for being here, friend. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. 
It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.